You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast, the podcast for coaches, brought to you by CoachesConnectionAcademy.com, the business development community for coaches to connect, learn and grow. This is episode 71. My name is Anne-Marie Cross and I'm here with my co-host Jennifer Sparkle-Johnson. Are you struggling to get new clients or maybe you feel undervalued and underpaid, but you're concerned if you raise your fees, you're just going to lose existing clients? And maybe you're not sure how to market your business so you get noticed and hired by your ideal client. Well, if that sounds like you, you are in the right place. Now, whether you're starting up your coaching practice or maybe you have been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. We're going to teach you the right strategies around money, around marketing and around money mindset so you can get noticed and hired by your ideal clients who pay you what you're worth so you can finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. Welcome to another show. We have got so much in store for you today. So if you haven't got a pen and paper handy, go and grab one. Do you regularly attend networking events? If you do, and it involves you speaking to as many people as you can, handing out as many business cards as you can, then we have a heads up for you. This is not the approach that you should have when it comes to networking. Or maybe you're the opposite. You tend to stay in one spot and hope that people will introduce themselves to you so that you can then share more about who you are and what you do. And so you're more of a quiet type and don't really like to put yourself out there. Or maybe you don't relate to any of those extremes and you approach networking with an open mind and just go with the flow and hope that you'll meet a few people that you can continue to build a relationship with. Well, if any of these sound like you, then unfortunately, you are not going to generate the kind of results that you could and that will really help you grow your business. Networking, like any kind of marketing that you're doing in your business to grow your business, should be intentional and should be well thought out if you're going to get the best results. So on today's show, Jennifer, who is the networking queen, and I are going to speak about five things that you must do before you attend your networking event. So that's coming up in our Words of Wisdom segment. But before we dive in, we've just got a really quick announcement. Our free three-part training series, which is Be Seen, Be Heard, Be Hired, Double or even Triple Your Results in 90 Days, 60 Days or 30 Days, that is launching next week. Woohoo! We're putting the final touches on it and we cannot wait to share that with you. So if you want to be on our VIP list and be the first to know when it goes live, go and put yourself on our VIP list at Coaches Connection academy.com. We cannot wait to, to share that with you next week when this goes live. And here's today's tip of the week. We've got another really great question and one that I think a lot of coaches can relate to even if they have been in business for a while and they're kind of stepping up and taking their business to the next level. So we really wanted to address this one because we know it's going to be relevant uh, for many of you listening today. And the big question is, how do I get beyond the I am good enough barrier? And that question was sent in by uh, Ransom. So thank you, Ransom. I think we can all relate to that. So Jennifer, what advice do we have for Ransom? Well, that's exactly it. 
we all can relate. So Ransom, you're not alone. We all experience that am I good enough barrier and it really is something that will and can keep us stuck if we don't move through it. Mm, absolutely. So what we've done is we've identified three and we're going to, to share a little bit of each of those. Specifically what keeps you stuck and the reason being is that you want to make sure that your perception is not being clouded by either of these three things because most often than not they will be and maybe you can relate to all three. So the first one is perfection and I think um, as coaches we really want to make sure that everything is perfect before we launch, before we get out there and, and network we have to have a perfect introduction before we share more about our program we need to get have everything perfectly laid out all of the wording about our program everything but you know what's really important is to get it out there we're not talking about shoddy slappy work and we know that it's not going to be shoddy but so often we put the expectation bar so high we can never achieve it and I know one of our mentors once told us you know completion not perfection you can always go back and tweak things and refine it as you continue to build your business but just get out there don't get stuck by uh, perfection and have it to, having to have everything perfect before you launch for sure oh my goodness the other thing that can show up is that comparison comparison can be really dangerous so remember you're starting where you are looking at other people and where they're at in their business and comparing yourself to their best it's not fair. It's not fair to yourself at all. So you got to remember that you don't see their behind the scenes struggles and what they've had to go through and work through to get where they are right now. So comparing ourselves to others can be really, really dangerous. So we want to make sure that we aren't doing that. Yeah. And the last one is fear. And there are so many aspects to fear. It could be the fear of failure, of launching a program and no one hiring us, um, and kind of the rejection, the fear of success. What if I do launch my program and then all of a sudden I do get all of these clients? How am I going to handle all of that? Or the fear of just looking silly or even being critiqued. You know, sometimes when we're out there and we're stepping out out onto our platforms and we're doing great stuff then we kind of attract the attention of um, the naysayers and so forth so we can kind of play small because then we're not you know getting critiqued and so forth so just do a check in there ransom and see whether any of those three you know perfection comparison or fear uh, around fear is really keeping you stuck because once you understand that once you've clarified that then you can work through that to ensure that it's not going to keep you stuck because you're stuck with am I good enough yeah. Oh my goodness. So something we want to make sure, Ransom, and everyone listening that you remember is what you know and your knowledge of how you can help your clients, it is absolutely invaluable. And so often we can forget that. We forget how much we know between trainings, uh, general knowledge, and life experiences. We can forget all that. And the beautiful thing is when, when we can finally start to remember what we know, we realize how much we can help those potential clients and our clients that have already hired us to really make changes and get unstuck. So you may not know everything, but you do know so many things. And what's important is you do know how incredible you can be to support that client who's completely stuck and needs your support in some way. You know, <laughs> as being transparent, and Marie and I are always willing to be transparent, we're no different. We're human beings too, right? So when we were deciding um, 
what our next step was when we had this wonderful idea. You know, we've been in, in business um, for many years, each of us. And then we were had this idea to create Coaches Connection Academy. I mean, literally, we had that <gasps> moment of, oh, my goodness, right? Am I good enough? Can we do this? Yeah. The awesome thing is we, we allowed ourselves to, to experience that rut row moment and we, we talked it out and we were like, oh yeah, let's do this. And that's exactly what it is. We, we experienced that emotion. We talked it through and we went ahead and we launched and we're loving it. So give yourself permission. It's okay. Have that moment of, of uh, concern and then go for it anyway. Yeah. Five minutes, that's maximum. Five minutes of am I good enough? And then get into action. We want to share with you this quote. We love this. This is by Zig Ziglar. You don't have to be great to start. You have to start to be great. So we look forward to to hearing that uh, you have launched your coaching practice and you're just rocking and really helping and supporting all of your clients. So I hope that was helpful for you, Ransom. Now, if you've got a question like Ransom has, perhaps something that has been bugging you for a while in your coaching practice or you've been struggling with some form of marketing and you just really want to get some advice and support, uh, we'd love to offer that to you. All you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect leave us your your question and we'll answer it in an upcoming show today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level So when it comes to networking, there's some key things that you need to know about what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. And at the top of the podcast today, we mentioned that if you're someone who is going around and handing out your business cards to as many people in the room as possible, that is not the best way at all. Neither is hoping that someone will come up to you and approach you and start the introduction. That's not a best way either. So what Jennifer and I have done today is we've identified five key things that you need to do before you go to your next into next networking event so let's dive into number one yes number one is setting that intention of how many people that you want to speak to so that could be new people that are brand new into your world at a networking event that you don't know just yet or it really could be those existing connections and you're interested in strengthening them the more specific you are the better the results are going to be Um, I can remember a situation where there's a website that talks about networking groups and I RSVP'd that I would be there. And what was really cool is someone saw that I RSVP'd, right? And they reached out to me and said, oh my goodness, I see you're going to be there. Can we make sure and connect while you're there? Well, first of all, how how awesome was that, right? It felt really good to get that email, (laughs) that person reaching out to me. And it also um, allowed us to make sure that we carved out a few moments together to make sure we connected while we were at that event. And then of course, we then set, you know, a coffee afterwards. So that's a really great way to make sure that you can set that intention of either how many people or who you would like to connect with while you're at that event. Um, The other thing to remember, the exact opposite. Wow. Oh, wow. When we're talking about quality over quantity. I can't stress that enough. Um, I have been to both types of networking events. One where people are just spewing their cards everywhere, which is really, really not the best way to do it. And if you've done that, just know it's okay. And let's make a shift here and not do that anymore. Um, Because what can happen is when you're just giving your card to everyone, a lot of times people don't 
put any connection to it. They don't put a value to it. So literally I was standing talking to someone and this person came up to interrupted us and, and gave a card to everyone that was standing in our, in our little area and just kept going across the room. And the reaction from myself and everyone else was, whoa, that was different, right? So again, make sure that when you're sharing your card, it's, it's for a purposeful, it's connection, it is to create conversation or, or something, right? So don't just give your card to everyone and um, make sure that if you are sharing your card and exchanging business cards, is what I'm talking about. If you're exchanging business cards with someone, that's great. And so make sure that that is very, very um, purposeful and thank them for sharing it with you. Because I know when I give out my card, because it is about quality, not quantity, um, if I'm sharing my card with someone, it's because I really do want to connect with them. So if you can step into that mindset, it really can empower you. Mm, So very, very important. The second step that we've identified, and this may seem like, uh uh-huh, I mean, duh, I mean, we know that, but this is to have a clear and concise way that you can introduce yourself specifically to the needs of your ideal client and how you can support them. Now, whilst this may seem so simple, we, and this is Jennifer and I, we attend many networking events and unfortunately people, coaches, even other business people, they are ineffectively introducing themselves. A lot of times the way that they are introducing themselves it's unclear it's confusing people might talk too quickly because they want to get their introduction over and done with or I've even been at a networking event where the host has said look if you don't really want to to because you're a bit nervous then just say pass some people have said oh I'll, I'll pass in this instance I mean what an opportunity that they have just missed out on so you need to have that clear uh, and concise way why because if your ideal client is in the audience you want to make sure that you are speaking directly to their needs to their desires to their struggles to their confusions anything that you know that is happening for them and that you can support them with because you want to attract their attention now often if you do do that what happens is people will make a note oh I need to go and speak to uh, Jennifer after this because Oh, she sounds as if she's someone that really can support me. You want that to happen. When you finished your introduction, you want people in the audience who are your ideal clients to write down your details to make sure that they go and connect with you. The second piece, and this is probably even more important, is that there are people in your networking group, so in that area, who may not be your ideal client. However, they may be a potential referral partner because they have people in your in their group or in their network, their community, that you can provide services to. And I, in fact, I've heard over and over again, many people when they're talking about networking, don't go with the, the thought that, okay, I may, may find my ideal client there. You may, and that's fantastic. But look also for opportunities where you can develop long, you know, long standing relationships with someone who becomes an ongoing referral partner. So the clearer you are about who you are, who you work with, what they struggle with and how you support them in the outcome that they will achieve then your ideal referral partner may also say, oh, okay, I need to go and talk to Jennifer after the call as well. So again, this may seem obvious. However, we know that there are still many, many coaches and business people who struggle with this. 
the reason I share this is because so many of you have incredible services to offer, yet you're missing out on helping those people that you can support because no one is listening to you. They're not understanding that you can help them. We want to change that. And that's one of the reasons why we have put together that free part training. So please go and sign up. We are spending a lot of time on how to create a really powerful introduction so that people will come up to you. They will want to know more, um, whether they're your ideal client or whether they're an ideal referral partner. So again, that VIP list, get yourself on it, coachesconnectionacademy.com when we launch uh, our free three-part training, Be Seen, Be Heard, Be Hired, which launches April 20. Ah, mouthful there. Jennifer, what's uh, step number three? <laughs> that was a mouthful. You did good. <laughs> ah, Step number three. This one, you know, it might sound uh, very simple, yet it can have a huge impact. And that is to make sure that you research your networking events. Some things to consider. Will your ideal clients be there in relatively good numbers? You know, what's the attendance like? The other thing to think about is, aside from possibly those ideal clients, will potential referral partners be there for you to connect with as well? You know, I don't want everybody to get so um, laser focused that they think um, ideal client only, right? Because it, it, your coaching practice and business that you're building is all about relationships and that's uh, with ideal clients and potential re uh, referral partners. The other thing to think about is... And this one's pretty important. Have you actually calculated your networking conversion ROI yet? Good question, huh? Mm -hmm. And some of you may have, and I'm going to venture to say probably most of you haven't. So some things to think about. Um, have you been attending the networking events regularly? Okay, what's what's your return on investment in time spent and in money? There's all different components of what time and money can be for in, depending upon the actual networking event. So make sure you write it out and you're really clear. It's also really, really important that as you're you're going to these events, hmm, is this actually a good fit for you? And are you checking in regularly? Because if you're not, you're not really going to know. If you're only visiting every now and then, you really can't build that relationship and you really uh, may not have that opportunity to really get a good feel for it. Now, something that we do do with our, our Coaches Connection Academy members is we actually have them complete their networking conversion template, which we created to ensure that while they're attending these networking events, it really is giving them the best return. And just as a heads up, by the way, we are reopening our doors at the end of this month. So you can download our networking conversion template when you join. I don't think anybody has ever, before I met you, Jennifer, I've never heard of a networking conversion template. And yet, when I had a look at what you included, it is so key because how many networking events do we attend? But if we're really honest with ourselves, we're not really generating return. Or we could do things differently to ensure that the time we do spend really is giving us the best return on on our time you know invested in, in money and time it's it's so so important so all mm -hmm. right let's dive into the step number four and this is what uh, Jennifer alluded to earlier which happened to her and it's just a great reminder for you check the list to see who's attending and many event coordinators so networking event coordinators they'll send out a list to show you who is going to to attend and they often will send that out before the event so read through the list is there some Someone that you want to connect with specifically and if they do similar to what happened to Jennifer where someone reached out and said hey I can see you're going to this event let's connect there 
make a special effort to reach out to these people beforehand so you can give them a heads up. And for those of us who are a little bit introverted and a little bit nervous about going to an event, if you've done this with a number of people, guess what? You've now broken the ice already and they're looking forward to connecting with you. So it's not as if you know absolutely no one there or have no one there to talk to. So, you know, please go ahead and do that. There's some other ways too. You may be able to reach out to them through a social media. You see their name on the list check out on social media you might have um, some mutual friends that can connect the two of you on LinkedIn sometimes it's a bit difficult to to email people directly if you're not yet connected to them but look you know let them know hey I'm really looking forward to seeing you there I noticed that we're both going to this event you might even compliment them on their work if you have been following them for a while and maybe reading an article or something like that another great way to to build the relationship pre going to that networking event what have they created and and are they sharing on social media perhaps you can share that with your community as well there's nothing more complimentary than you sharing something that someone else has created with your community because it shows that you you know you respect and you trust them and it's such a great way to build that relationship so again that point is check to see who's attending and start to nurture that relationship and give them a heads up I want to connect with you when we attend Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to take a second here. I love what you were saying about, um, you know, as I shared as well, about seeing who's going to be there to see mm. if you can possibly connect with them. I just want to give a shout out to um, a networking group, and it's the Polka Dots. And the reason I want to give a shout out to them is, well, numerous reasons, um, but specifically in this topic right here, because what they did the first time I was there blew me away. And what they did was they actually sent us home with a printed list of all those that had registered for the event. Wow. I was blown away. They, mm. they handed us that and they said, absolutely, we want you guys to be able to connect with each other. And I thought, oh, I love these ladies. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that because that was super cool. Um, so yeah, the, and the other thing that's really fun is, you know, the next one is number five. And, and that's when you really get to get clear and think, hmm, is there someone that I can meet with either before or after? And this is so important. Go ahead and, and set aside that time connect with them before the actual networking event um, so you can spend some time either before or after, get to know each other better, really deepen those connections with each other. And what's really fun, and I, you know, you just never know where the conversation's going to go. Um, and so I, you know, because I enjoy networking and I, I love connecting with people, um, you know, this happened for me. And, and what we did is we set up a time to visit afterwards, which was a lot of fun. So we did the event and got to connect with all kinds of people. And then we set aside some time right afterwards and had this lovely conversation and then it turned into something a lot more powerful in relationship building. And, um, you know, I didn't really realize at the time until we had that conversation that she truly was an ideal client. And, and then I was able to support her. Mm. So you just never know where that conversation is going to go. Yeah. And I love the way that you really do set the intention of relationships first, because it takes away that whole barrier of, oh, I need to try and have that sales conversation. It's not that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, build connections. And that's just so very important. And everything else 
house will flow. And I know for, it, it, when you speak about this and, and how you live your business and, and do this networking, that really very much is at the core value. And one of the reasons why, you know, networking for you is just so successful in, in generating relationships and generating business as it is for you too listening today. So here are those five, three things. Let's just summarize them for you. Firstly, set up your intention of how many people you want to connect with, who you want to connect with. Setting intentions is just so powerful. Secondly, have a clear and concise introduction that wows your audience. So very important. Thirdly, research your networking events because there are some better than others in terms of return on investment. And if you do calculate a return on investment, maybe you'll see that you need to step up a few things and implement what we've spoken today just to ensure that what you're returning uh, is a lot higher than what you currently are getting. Fourthly, check to see who is attending. Reach out to them beforehand. Let them know that you'd love to connect with them at the event and start building that relationships. And lastly, number five, check to see who'd like to meet with either before the event or maybe after the event to really deepen that relationship with someone. So five great tips, things that you should have in place before you attend your next networking event. Jennifer, what's today's inspirational message? Today's inspirational message is something that is near and dear to my heart. And it's it's simply, I think, ideal for today's topic because networking can be for a lot of people very stressful and, and nerve-wracking and sometimes drive a lot of anxiety. And what I'm here to say is I want to share our inspirational message, which is actually how I sign off on all my emails. And it's simply this, life is a gift. Giggle more. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about giggle, right? I don't know about anybody else, but I'm going to throw this out there. I love giggling and dancing when I hear our music (laughs) that we play on the show. (laughs) So do I. So do I. So there we go. Giggle more. Give yourself permission to uh, giggle more. And laughter, as we know, is so good for our health getting our oxygen in there. And I think that's the way that we should be. Business life should be fun. And if it's not, start to incorporate more. Love that. Well, that tink break brings us to the end of another show. And uh, if you've liked today's show and you want to listen to more shows every week, we come out with um, other tips and strategies to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. A couple of ways that you can do that so that you know each time that we release another show, Subscribe to our channel over on our iTunes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes. Now, if you are an Android user, you're not an Apple enthusiast, then you can subscribe to our Stitcher account. All you need to go is uh, to our show notes. And this is episode number 70. Check that, 71 actually. So check that out and you'll be able to see on the show notes how you can subscribe to Stitcher. While you're over there, either on Stitcher or on iTunes, you're reading our show notes. Please leave a comment and a rating for the show too. It's always great to hear uh, how you're impacting, how you're being impacted by the show. Till next week, have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. Bye-bye.